your inside word on all things business in the capital. Tuesday Business with Quinovic. Better systems, better reporting, better call. Quinovic. 0800 Quinovic. Time for our business slot. New Zealand Herald Wellington business editor, Janae Tiptraney, joins me. Good morning, Janae. Good day, Nick. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How was your long weekend? How was your matariki? Oh, it was it was great, thank you. I went down to the waterfront in Wellington and um, it, there was just such a great vibe down there, heaps of people. I don't think I'd sort of been in the crowd that big for some time, so it was quite novel and yeah, it was quite nice. Did you did you head out or, or stay in? Oh my gosh, I, I just loved it. I I had one of the greatest weekends I've had in Wellington for such a long time. I just thought it was buoyant. It felt alive. Uh, that's why my first question to you feels a little bit confusing to me after this weekend. Your investor confidence is down sharply in a new survey. However, uh, and I think last weekend would have showed us there is a little bit of optimism. Yeah, that's right. And and you're right. There seemed to be um, confidence seemed very high on the waterfront over the weekend. The bars were pumping and there didn't seem to be any problems. But um, according to a survey that Chartered Accountants Australia New Zealand conducted of uh, people, retail investors in New Zealand with um, investments in shares, that, you know, at least $10,000 worth of investment, these investors we're pretty unconfident, actually. And, um, you know, maybe this is unsurprising because for many years we've had a, a bull run. The markets have performed very strongly. And now as we have this hangover from COVID-19 and we have this war and everything, the markets are, are tumbling in, in uh, New Zealand. This is the share markets, New Zealand and around the world. And yes. also as, as governments remove the stimulus that they, or central banks remove the stimulus that they provided with um, in response to covid so according to the survey, 25% of investors were very or quite confident in New Zealand capital markets, uh, which wasn't a very high number. The positive is that investors were more confident in New Zealand capital markets than they were in international capital markets. Only 18% were very or quite confident in international capital markets. But the interesting thing here is that the accountants did a similar survey in Australia at the same time. This was um, conducted earlier this month. And the Aussies were more confident in, in capital markets in Australia and internationally. So there's a bit of a difference there. And it, it, one interesting thing was particularly the Australians were much more confident investing in crypto assets. So Kiwis, uh, actually 47% thought that they had no confidence at all in investing in cryptocurrencies and crypto assets whereas uh, the Aussies were, were quite a bit more confident there. So a bit of a risk, which is interesting because markets, um, share markets around the world are, are, are not performing that well and, and crypto assets are also um, on, on a bit of a down, downward slide. And, and for some of us, some people out there listening, would their whole um, involvement in New Zealand stock market would be through their KiwiSaver. And, uh, and I know that there wouldn't be too many people in just general conversation that are, pretty, uh, that are excited about what their KiwiSaver is looking like, would there? No, no, of course not. And um, I guess, you know, that, that whole thing where you've got to think about your um, in, investment horizon and if you don't need your KiwiSaver for some years, possibly a good idea not to look at it all the time um, and, you know, get panicked <laughs> as, it, as it goes down. It is a long term. That's very... It's, we've, that's, become used, we've become used to markets performing really well. So um, I guess this is a bit, a bit of a reality check that we have been through a massive event and, um, and now we're, we're paying the price for that and things are, are cooling right off. 
Yeah, but it's, you know, telling people not to look at their balance on KiwiSaver is like saying, there's an accident outside, please don't look at it, isn't it? I mean, you really, you've, you keep, I mean, I'm a little bit older than you, probably three times as old as you, but I look at my KiwiSaver every second week and say, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that do the same. Mm. Nick, all you have to do is forget your password, and which is what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've just lost a little bit of confidence in you now, Shaday. So, uh, righto. Interest-only loans are getting harder, harder to obtain as banks tighten up in their lending criteria. Now, I'm of a generation different to you. I've just explained that. But interest-only loans were very prevalent in my younger years, but I haven't ever even heard of them lately. Have they sort of started to appear again? Yes, well, there is a, a portion of uh, lending that is interest only. That means for a time you can just pay the interest on your mortgage and not actually pay the principal. Um, but these types of um, loans, which are risky for banks, are becoming harder to obtain because banks really are tightening their um, their lending criteria. And the Reserve Bank, which regulates banks, is also, I guess, taking a bit of a closer look at banks and, and, and getting them to, to tighten up a bit. And I suppose this is because we're in an environment where interest rates are rising. It's more expensive to service your mortgage. Um, and the other factor is that your mortgage is probably quite big if you've bought a house recently. So you've got a large mortgage for some people and um, higher rates. So uh, a bit more caution from the banks. We're also um, monetary conditions are, are tightening. So, so this is coming through in some of the data uh, around interest-only mortgage lending. The do you think? Do you think, Janine, Janine? Can I just interrupt there one second? Sorry to be so rude, but do you think this is pro- people that have got existing loans that are having trouble that have gone to interest only rather than what I was alluding to is what people used to take, you know, half their mortgage interest only when they set it up? Do you think that's why they're getting tight, tighter? Yeah, I actually don't have the data in front of me to give a, a proper breakdown of that, but the mortgage brokers are saying it is more difficult to obtain that yes. interest only. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You go now. Sorry, I've, I've done my um, rudely interrupting. No, no, it's a fair question. Sorry, I couldn't be more more helpful. Um, the other thing that I'm um, interested in is that yesterday ANZ, which is the largest uh, bank in New Zealand, it said that it wasn't going to be issuing for a short time any more um, high LVR mortgages. So that is, uh, if you have a deposit of less than twenty percent. Uh, ANZ will not give you a mortgage. So uh, previously, uh, uh, banks have a bit of a speed limit under the rules uh, put out by the Reserve Bank, and they're allowed to have a small portion of their lending um, can be to people with small deposits. So that's for owner-occupiers, that's deposits of less than 20%. For investors, it's deposits of less than 40%. There are these things called speed limits, which say, which say banks can have a small portion of their lending, which can be to these, these risky people with smaller deposits. ANZ said for a short time, it's an undefined time, it's pushing pause on high LVR lending. Yes. So, that, you know, that's just another, uh, you know, sign that banks are, are currently tightening up a bit. Now, banks tighten up, they loosen, they tighten, they loosen. This is just one of these one of these things. But, um, look, if you are keen to get a, a mortgage and you don't have a really sort of secure financial position, you're going to find it quite tough. Absolutely. Well, I think that's always been the way. I think they can bring out these new comments, but it's always the way. What are you expecting this afternoon for the latest bank lending data data that's uh, coming out this afternoon? What are you expecting? Yeah, so the Reserve Bank collects a a lot of really interesting data that uh, shows on, you know, banks' positions and how much 
they're lending for different types of uh, to different types of borrowers with different financial positions. I'm interested in looking at the new um, LVR lending data, which shows how much banks have been lending to people with small deposits or, or large deposits. This might give us some insight into whether other banks um, might, might be in a similar situation to ANZ, where they are going to tighten up for a short time and not lend to to new customers with um, with very small deposits uh, relative to the equity. So that's w- okay. what I'm looking at. It's a great data set will require a bit of uh, you know d- digging into the numbers, but but it's always quite useful because I mean our pro- yeah the context really is that our property market is such a big part of our economy. So if the largest bank or any bank in the country changes its risk appetite, then that has a flow-on effect through the entire economy, which is why these these numbers are so interesting, to me at least. Yeah, I just think that their risk appetite is nil, and it's always been nil, and it has been nil for the 40 years. But uh, thanks, uh, Janae, thanks very much uh, for joining us this morning. That's New Zealand Herald Business, Wellington Business Editor, Janae Tipchaney.